0: Join me as I explore the heart of who I am. In a nutshell, my heart leads over my mind. Feel the resonance? Subscribe or connect on Instagram at In A Nutshell. So much to talk about. I have no idea where to start. Um, I've had a very challenging week. And uh, further challenging month, and I have no idea where to start. <laughs> um, so much is going on, not just in the planet, but I guess even in my world, I haven't uh, been able to. Like I, yeah, I've just really, really struggled. So I'll talk about my most recent struggle um, and that is I have a seven uh, seven to eight month old uh, puppy, and when we came to Darwin a- About a month ago I we got her de-sex because I we had to wait for the vet to come to the island where we live and I just didn't want her to get pregnant and I didn't want to have to deal with puppies and so when she got de-sex they asked me if they wanted to vaccinate her and I knew the vet was only going to be you know a couple more weeks so I said no um Penny pinching—that is, Um, part of me kind of does struggle with vaccination, Um, and I wasn't really thinking about um, what could happen. Uh, Just shows you the world works in mysterious ways. So we—it started um, raining um, in Northern Territory in. Um, Tiwi Island where we live and it was really nice and refreshing it's really cool and like literally two days later the other thing I noticed is the puppy had started she went digs along the front of our um, house where the veranda is because it's nice and cool and shady and it's all sandy so she can and I actually noticed she dug a little bit deeper and a bit wider and and it doesn't bother me because it's just a hole and I can cover it in. Um, I haven't been thinking about, I hadn't been really been thinking about her welfare because she seemed fine. Anyway, last week we found out, not last week, week before, we found out the vet, I found out through a doctor who's waiting for the vet to come over that it looks like he might not be over until October possibly the end of October, and I I just kind of went, oh, okay, not much I can do about that, whatever. Anyway, last Friday I had noticed that she had started, she had a chuck up, um, and it was all just clear clear mucus, but it had grass in it that she'd recently just eaten and also like kind of blood through it, right, not lots, just like a, a couple of streaks. And she'd just go and have a drink of water and sit down and, like, and she kind of had the look on her face, like, that was horrible. So I I just monitor. She's drinking. She ate on Friday night. No, hang on. She ate Friday morning, but she didn't eat Friday night. And she had chicken necks, and she loves them and usually devours them. And she left it. And then the next morning, she still didn't eat, she was still drinking. She was still pooing normal, no more vomiting. Um, and Friday. um, still vomiting, no, no vomiting, just no eating. You know, it was, I saw Jazzy eat food, and she'd still had normal poo. Uh, she still ate Friday, no, that. Yeah, Friday night. So then Saturday, yeah, she didn't eat jazz ate her food, and then Saturday night she was still drinking, didn't eat. Uh, still she, I still saw a, a normal poo, and then she was just more sluggish, I guess, more lethargic. And then on Saturday night she just seemed a little off, and it was warm outside, so I brought her inside to lay on the, her floors concrete painted concrete and she just laid down and Sunday morning when we got up there were these three horrible disgusting black blood poos runny and gross and they smelled terrible and my heart kind of sunk and I kind of went into fight flight mode and um, mind racing and the lead up to this I had I've been a bit emotional. I'm, I'm perimenopausal, so I've been looking into all that. Um, I've been thinking about coming back to work to generate a little bit of uh, resources, and I'd got some feelers about doing some cleaning at the hospital, which I was happy, which I'm happy to do, for a couple of hours every night, oh Monday to Friday. Um, Because then you know that's moving my body. I've been feeling crappy about my body, I've been letting myself go, I've been hibernating like a friggin' hermit. I don't want, I hadn't wanted contact with people. I'd just been numbing my brain with, you know, like just watching um, SBS shows on uh, like one after the other. But I'd been doing that for like probably, if I'm really honest, I've I do it a lot, um, and I know that it's my escape, um, like, every day, all day. Um, I haven't been eating so well, um, meaning I've just been binging on shit. I'm not drinking alcohol as much as possible. Um, So I'd made the decision the week before I got sick to start moving and doing some yoga, I can't start at the hospital yet till they've got contracts and whatnot anyway and I'm wanting to be doing that I'm finding I'm not I wasn't breathing properly I've no hardly any conscious breathing struggle uh, to meditate and you know pretty much just not in a great mindset so I just had been overwhelmed and I have skills and I know who I am And those things in the past would be triggers that would send me down, I don't know, spiralling into drinking and shit and just treating myself like crap basically. Um, And for me, this is a time that I can't afford to do that anymore. I don't want to do that. I want to be conscious, a conscious conduit of life eternal, I will be as conscious as I, as I can be about all the things that I'm choosing to do or not do um, and acknowledging when I can't do that as well. So if I feel like, oh, fuck, I'm going to going a bag of chips. Oh, okay, do you think it's good for you? No, it's not good for me, but I don't care right now. I I need that. and And that's the story that I would tell myself. Now, of course, obviously, I didn't need it I felt like I had to add something to me. And if you think about the word addiction, it's adding to us. My good friend Jen told me that and I just kind of went, oh, right Um And I think she will say, no, I didn't tell you that, spirit did. <laughs> um, but she did. She gave me the information and it really made me open my eyes a bit more about what's happening and what I'm doing to myself, Um, I'm a self-sabotager from way back, self-loather, self, and if I, I like to be balanced, and if I do take on too much all at once, you know, I do become unbalanced, but I also don't believe that I am, um, I I guess, no, no, I didn't believe my mind and took hold and created stories to dramatise and make decisions for me that weren't really about, weren't for me. Um, It's about the pain and the suffering and the sabotage that all that stuff that that I do to myself, it's to keep me there in pain and in suffering and in fear, basically. And I... I can't do that. I don't want to live in fear. I don't want to be fearful of my own self and my own choices. So that requires me to be gentle with myself. That requires me to slow down. That requires me to be more present with myself and the thoughts. um, So basically I struggled. So anyway... Saturday Sunday last week I started you know, on the internet having a look at the symptoms and my I kind of had a feeling oh fuck I think it's parvovirus so if you're not familiar with parvovirus it mostly affects puppies it's a virus that lives in the ground for up to 5 to even 10 years in some places and it affects puppies because it's um it can affect their immunity. It can affect older dogs too, but it tends to have a pretty high mortality rate, um, for pups. So, um, got to the vet. They did a whole bunch of blood tests, and yeah, she was severely well, not severely. She was dehydrated. I popped her on a drip and put electrolytes and. Um. had to send her blood away to Sydney to get a confirmation of parbovirus but the vet was quite happy to treat her as parbovirus and she went into isolation so this poor little being who feels like shit and is literally shitting the insides of her stomach lining and her intestines out um, and yeah, oh, I need to backtrack a little bit. Sunday she didn't drink anything at all. I couldn't I couldn't get her to drink at all. Uh, Saturday night was the last time she drank. Um and yeah, I just went into fear. <laughs> and I thought, "Well, is it fear of dying?" No. I, I no. It was fear of I can't fix it. It's fear of fuck, she's going to die on my watch. Um and all the feelings that are and emotions that are just running around my being um, was becoming really overwhelming uh, then i uh, I was able to get um like I had to call um, my husband's cousin to get her to see if she could pick me up if they were home. I had no idea. Because she works away from home and also, you know, she's got her own life. She might be busy. She could be on holidays, could be anything. I don't know. And so that was another fear on top of that. What am I supposed to do? Uh, Our good mate um, who lives out at Darwin River, he works away two weeks on, one week at home. And so he was away. Um, I, I then... You know, I I just kind of went into, oh, fuck, I don't know what to do, and my mind just started racing. It's not even like I had these scenarios like, oh, my God, she's going to die and it's all my fault, or, oh, my God, I can't help her. Um, It it just – I felt totally useless and totally not in control. And so for someone like me who has really struggled with control – and being, you know, out of control, uh, it just, like, it was just massive triggers, left, right and centre. I've been so triggered. I've been so emotional. It's been bawling my eyes out. And in the past, I would hide a lot of this and I would, um, to protect other people and because I didn't want to seem stupid and, oh, fuck, woman's crying about a dog. Fuck, it's just a dog, get over it. Well, <laughs> for starters, she's not just a dog. She's a being. You know, she's a life force. She's a a bundle of joy and she has so much energy and vitality. And, you know, the fact that um, Jace had actually said, you know, oh, I think she's only here for a short time. And that really run through my mind because I thought, well, did he create that or are we putting that out there? Or, um, no, she, why would you want to die? Or, you know, so there was just so much confusion, and so much white noise going on in every ounce of me. Now, I am a person who likes to balance and, um, I don't, like I can handle so much kilter on my, you know, backwards and forwards. That's not a problem, um, But when it's flipped the total other way, because I started to become anxious, and I've never really—I've never had Um, anxiety—and so that's really overwhelming as well. Because I don't even know what I'm dealing with. I just felt like I was going mental, and being unrealistic, and um, you know, the the thoughts weren't constantly like. In one set, it was just like these fleeting thoughts would come into my head and and hit my brain and my awareness, you know, and so I had to actually remind myself that that isn't that isn't who I am it's what my my mind is trying to decipher, and who I really am understands that who I really am really understands that if it's her time to go, it's her time to go. If I don't have the money, I don't have the money. If people can't help me, people can't help me. The other thing I've really discovered is that um, a bit of a trigger for me is I didn't realise how... much. I'm really not used to people telling, uh, people showing me gratitude and offering, or not even offering, but, you know, because I've been made to ask for help I in this whole situation. I have been asked to, um, I, I have been, I have to ask for help. If I want the help, I have to ask for it. And I... Have always my whole entire life really struggled, and that's got a lot to do with my childhood trauma, um, and young young adult trauma, and the things that I am working on. Um, but I didn't realize how overwhelmed I had become, purely and simply because a person. Who I, ad, I admire and appreciate and have so much gratitude for that they're in my life um, that it was really overwhelming that people would say yes to me in, in a time of need and it's really funny because on the outside it probably doesn't seem a lot but when you're on the inside of this fucking this vortex that just keeps wanting to bring what this vortex that keeps wanting to bring me down or undone or um, based on fear, I, you know, I, I understand it's the story that I've told myself that I've over catastrophized it, and and you know, but the fact that I have to ask for help is still a trigger for me. It, it like I can ask for help from Jace; that's so not really a problem. I struggle a little bit, but anyone outside of that, it's like, oh fuck! I really, I just struggle so bad, and so. That's where, I'm, that's where I'm at. Um, so every day that Ayla was at the vets, I would ring and then go in and see her. And the first day or two, like so Monday, Tuesday, she barely even moved her eyes. Um, and she's just laying on the cage. So the isolation, she's in this stainless steel cage in a room near no one with air conditioning, bright fluoro lights and limited personal contact with with, with humans and be, with beings because she knows and she loves beings. She knows that we're all beings. And, you know, the um, vet nurses um, that would have to, because the disease is highly contagious and that's why all this had to happen. Also, you know, they had to wear full protective um, clothing and throw it out and you know they change a bedding every as soon as she pees or poos and um, uh, to help stop the spread and to contain it and use bleach to because bleach is anything that will kill this thing on contact and um, so I can see how that's so clinical and uh, you know depressing and even with humans, you know, we don't like to be in hospital long either. And um, so, anyway, after Monday not eating, uh, Monday morning, Tuesday, uh, Monday afternoon, they started to force feed her. Uh, so syringe feed her. I shouldn't say force, even though it kind of is. So then, here's another dilemma for me. I'm forcing another being to do something it doesn't want to do for its benefit. I know it's for its benefit. <laughs> but that still is an emotional trigger for me, Uh, what what was, has been. And then all the feelings about what's happening for her and for me. Um, So, you know, there's another challenge. Um, I'm also stressing about money because I'm not working and... It's our off pay week and I don't really have anyone to ask for money, me personally. I don't know anyone who could give me money. Any, any person that I know that could give me money is, they're all Jason's family or friends. Um, and so I just couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to, I'd really struggle. Um, so um, one of the kids has helped us out so that's been really good, but it's still weighing on my mind, right? because I fear that there's not enough. Fear of not enough. So it comes back and reminds me, oh, fuck, I still have this fear of not being enough. And, you know, I can say that I am enough, and I can feel that I am enough, but when I am stressed and under pressure, I forget that, and I need to be reminded, you know, um... I'm not sure if anyone else feels like that but I, I, I do and I don't know it at the time but I reach out to the couple of people that I can you know and my good friend Jen's reminded me yet again it's fear of shell this is the moving through this letting go of all these things that I'm not enough this is what all of this is all about I am enough know i am enough <laughs> put emotions inside oh fuck i forgot a little bit <laughs> and i've sent myself you know literally batshit crazy this week um in this too you know i'm living in somebody else's house for a while and there's all these different energies that aren't mine that i'm unfamiliar with um and i'm vulnerable so I'm I have been allowing myself to be vulnerable to the process and if I feel like I've got tears coming, I'm just been allowing them to come. I, I really have and um because as soon as I try to spot like okay, it's okay, I'm alright, I'll be okay. <sighs> uh, I feel a big I feel a pain in my throat. And I know that's because I'm not speaking my truth. So All of these things just has shown me how impacted I've allowed myself to become. And also, you know, because I'm a much more open person there and and I always want to work on that energetically and um, I'm open to giving and receiving in all that I do. So with that comes the new experimentation of having a very open heart A very open mind, and um, it means I'm then left a little vulnerable, because I it's not left. I become vulnerable to a process which I want to embrace because vulnerability is is a strength in itself. I used to fear vulnerability. I always thought fear was uh, uh, sorry vulnerability was a sign of weakness. (laughs) Like I remember. Saying, thinking and feeling that to myself. And, you know, I couldn't be further from the truth. It's one of the most ridiculous things I could say. But that was just my level of awareness and understanding at the time. So, Friday pops around. Uh, Thursday comes, Ayla's still looking, I'm still doing the same shit is still cycling around in my mind even though I'm trying not to I'm I'm doing some yoga in the morning I'm connecting to my center I'm connecting to myself um I'm doing some breathing because I keep stopping myself from breathing um long deep breaths and some meditation and some grounding on the earth and um it it's had taken me so that was the. It's taken me, you know, a, a week to be able to become a little bit more balanced. So I'm at at our mates' place, and oh, hang on, I should just go back. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry. Friday comes, and I'm a a blubbering mess. I am totally um, just. I don't know. I'm. I don't even know if I was exhausted yet I just I was just totally um, over it I just had to I had to make a decision I had to make a call um because Jace would support me in whatever decisions I make if I wanted to keep Ayla at the vets um, they have been feeding her like every two to four hours and she was on a drip so you know she got the good care she needed she had she still had a little bit of blood in her poo and she still has diarrhoea on Friday. and But she didn't vomit much. She was only in the first day or two. Um, so, you know, this is like five nights in hospital. Uh, the story I'm telling myself is about catastrophe <laughs> and the world's going to end. Um, <laughs> um, what am I going to do? And so I decided that um, I needed to take Ayla home because when I see her on Friday, she actually looked heaps better. She got up for me. She was wagging her tail and she was, you know, twitching her ears around to hear me and stuff. And that's the first time she's done any of that. So she still had a bit of blood in her urine, I mean, in her her poo and still diarrhea. Um, And I just said to the vet, look, I actually, I can't do this anymore. I, I do not have any money. Left, I'm gonna to have to do this myself. You know, do you think it's okay? And they would have been happy for her to stay in another night, but they totally also understood. Um, you know, um, uh, so I've kind of then just broken down at the front desk with the receptionist and just said, Look, I, I don't even know how I'm gonna pay for this. I do not have a red cent, um, I, I don't know what to do. I'm and I was bawling, I really was. Um, and so she offered me a payment plan because we'd already paid off a great big bulk of it, and lots of people don't. And so she was quite happy to offer me a payment plan that gave me such relief, um, such relief. Um, um, and I hadn't really thought to ask because I know a lot of the time these professionals don't, aren't interested, uh, not professionals, but vets tend to, um, I don't know, I'm sure there's like payment plans and shit that some places do, but a lot of the time, you know, um, they have a hard time getting money out of people is my understanding, um, especially after talking to the receptionist of where I took our dog. And I felt relief. I felt, I did feel really good. Um so I went back to my cousin's house, got everything organised to go and disappear. Now, the other thing there is that um, her daughter is um, in the process of losing her dad. He's, past, he's um, dying of cancer and he's at home. And so it's end-of-life stuff there is happening. Um, so, you know, the energies and emotions going around the house of where I am, so it i found it really hard to be grounded and centered and, and balanced. Um once again I was really overwhelmed by the generosity and I had so much gratitude for um the vet and the um the the staff and the receptionists. Um I I I found the reason that I was really upset, the same with um cousin helping out and the vets helping us out, I I was so overwhelmed. And what I've come to understand when I've been able to sit to reflect, and it's only been today that I've been able to do this, is that once again I cannot believe that people would be generous to me because in my history it hasn't happened. And so you, you believe that you're not good enough and so when someone does something for you really really on on such a deep compassion and caring level it becomes really for me it became it becomes really um overwhelming that i deserve this and the emotions that that then i will go through um and i am learning very quickly that it's okay that I'm <laughs> emotional and um, I'm showing my vulnerability. Um, and the, the more I say thank you to people instead of trying to explain myself or my situation and when, you know, it's offered and I can say thank you and I can be so great, you know, have so much gratitude for for the process, I am... I'm overawed and my um, challenge now, I guess, is to not allow that to interfere with my growth and my process and my, my progress because I do deserve this. Everybody deserves, you know, people to rely on and, um, and we are all worthy. It doesn't matter even... I believe, how evil or horrible we are because I think we all deserve um, to be treated with respect and dignity, you know, and that's exactly how I felt. I became overwhelmed because it suddenly hit me that that is why I – other people can see that it's I'm worth it and I couldn't and that's what <laughs> what made me sad. That's what's made me sad that I couldn't see I couldn't see my own worth and value because I was so caught up in my emotions. And I'm sure this is still going to be a process that's going to take a couple of days weeks to um move through and I'm okay with that. If if that's what happens, that's what happens. I c- I can't control I can control the controllables, and I need to. Uh, I n- no, not need to. When I see something, so when I be- get an awareness, when I become conscious of something that I um, need to work on, participate in, be a part of, um, admit, feel, um, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I, I don't. I really want to ah, let go of the fear Uh, hmm. that keeps me in servitude, that keeps me doubting, that keeps me restrained. And I really really am here to challenge those things about myself. So if I feel uncomfortable for asking for what I want, I have to say, well, hang on a sec, why? Well, it's hard. Okay, well, what makes it hard? Oh, feels like I'm asking too much, but you're only asking, oh, yeah, I am only asking, okay, It's okay for people to say no, <laughs> you know it's it's okay. It's got nothing to do with whether or not it's got to do with well, whether or not I'm worthy. It's got to do with whether or not the person can help, so if I have an attachment to the outcome. Um, and I already thinking in my head, oh, I don't know why I'm asking them this. They're just going to say no, or I can't ask for that because I'm not, I'm not worthy. You know, I've already put it out in there into my sphere, and so I'm already, <laughs> I'm already the the self doubter um, that I don't want to be. So to be able to work on that, I have to allow myself to be vulnerable and move through the process of being able to handle it. Um, Okay, so those things happened. On Saturday I got some terrible news about a family member as well. I think I might have got it on, Saturday, on Sunday um, who had been um, involved in some domestic violence stuff. So uh, that made me hook in and connect to her and um, really feel her. Um, and so it just came out in blah, tears and um it was a feel for i didn't feel sad or angry or frustrated or i just i just felt it um i just felt actually i just felt total love total love and respect for this young woman who is going through her own stuff and learning to love herself just like me and <laughs> that's actually probably why i really i felt it and understood it because we may have a similar We're going through like similar journeys and it might happen a different way and I think that's relevant for all of us, for everything, you know. Um, So there was that as well. Um, Then I'm frustrated because the internet service isn't great and we connect um, by sending each other short video messages and I wasn't able to do that and then that became overwhelming and, you know, the cycle just kept going. It was like I was a little hamster. And I guess we get like that on the, the hamster running on the wheel of chasing um, acceptance and being enough. And I have to remind myself that, of course, I am enough. I have to accept that. Nobody else. I don't go outside myself to look for acceptance. That's my end goal. That's, that's the thing. And I can't do that all the time. I'm <laughs> by no means. But it's about waking up every day and choosing those things for myself talked about this before you know the choices I make when I'm unconscious about them um, just lead me to challenges that I clearly need um, to work through and let go of so that I can transcend that fear even more you know to to a level that I'm vibrating at a at such a high frequency, that there's only pure love, um, and actually, I haven't felt sad about whole, all this this um, whole situation you know I've felt I felt frustrated, I felt cranky, I felt weird, I've felt ah! um, but it was my thinking brain, you know the mind that I just had allowed to just run run away from me. So um, I've really struggled to force-feed my dog, really struggled. Um, I'm Today she's slowly been eating um, boiled chicken that the vets recommended and rice. She doesn't like the rice, so she's not eating rice. She's just eating the chicken um, and I don't care. That's great. Um, she was eating it out of my hand, she, she just kept sniffing it out of my hand, I was just cut it really small, and then I thought, Nah, I don't know what I thought, but I didn't think, there you go, I did not think, my mind did not come into it, I put it in my mouth and just started chewing it up a little bit, and I put it on my hand, and she would sniff it and lick it and eat it, so I was like, oh hallelujah, hallelujah, oh yeah, oh yeah, hallelujah, mm. mm. Um, That made me feel good. She struggled to drink water today, so that's been really frustrating too for me. Um, And I've been syringe-feeding her little bits of water like every half an hour. (laughs) Every half an hour, she's getting about 10 to 20 mils. She backs up pretty quick and goes away. She's been peeing regularly. She had her first non-bloody poo today. It was still diarrhoea, but there's no blood at all. Looks good in colour. Doesn't stink excellent um she hated me giving her her food this morning with a medicine um but she needs the medicine before her gut so i'm doing that um i'm giving her more and more she's probably eaten a little bit more a little a little bit under um a chicken thigh, a whole chicken thigh, um, throughout the whole day. So that's just really cool. And we keep she keeps coming up to me, and we'll go outside, and she goes for a wee, and then she has a bit of a wander around, and she comes back inside and lays down. I've got the aircon on, letting you chill out and just relax. And I'm I'm talking to Jason. I've talked to Jen, and and I started realising with their help that, you know, I'm attached to outcome, I've been attached to outcomes and, um, uh, and it's not that that's, that's a bad, it's just that I couldn't acknowledge it because I couldn't see it, so that's all that really is for me, um, and asking myself, okay, well, how do I, how can I fix this? i you know, I've done a lot of breathing and walking around the property and just consciously doing long, deep breaths and asking myself questions and letting... Instead of trying to answer the question, I'm letting go of the answer, putting it out and letting it come back to me, All Right. So about half an hour ago, um, Jace texted me to let me know that um, Casey... Had um, had to put Layla down, which is um, one of our, which was she was actually one of our dogs. That when we went on a bike tour, we had she couldn't come with us because we travelled from Cairns to Darwin on a bike, and we couldn't do it with her. We, not because we didn't want to, but because she we knew she wouldn't be able to run, and we knew that she would struggle also laying down for long periods and stuff because she. Um, had like she had bad feet um like skin problems and stuff but also she um a few maybe a couple of years ago she tore her acl in her knee back hip and her back hip um was not so great either and um, casey had been talking about putting her down because she's become a bit um she had become a bit aggressive uh not all the time just really just off the cuff stuff, like she attacked our other dog just in the blue, just walked past her and and that's purely because I know she's in pain um, and we had talked about putting her down, and we were going to do it when i when Jace and I were in Perth to visit and um our family and to meet our grandchildren that we hadn't met and I think Casey had said that it it's it's there, it's getting closer. So I just said to him if my perfect way that I would like it to happen would be to take her down the beach just by herself, have a play in a in the ocean or the sand or whatever. We'll just sit with her and hug her and talk to her. Um and then take it to the vets. So it was was kind of agreed um, that maybe something like that could happen when Jace came over because I went to Perth in February and he was coming in the beginning of April and then we would go home and we would be there with, a with sorry, Layla because she, and yes, we did name her, no, we didn't name her, she we got her at a shelter and her name was Layla and I just, she was already <clears throat> 12 months old and I just didn't think changing a dog's name because you don't like it like, it's what she's known as, so why confuse shit? So, Jace just texted me to say that Casey had put her down today and, yeah, I just I just, bawled. <laughs> just walked around the yard crying and um, telling her that I, I see her, I acknowledge her, I acknowledge the light. That is Ayla. And I just had an image of her romping around somewhere Big smile on her face, tongue hanging out. (laughs) You know, um, I was really overwhelmed, but I felt really good too because now I know she's not suffering anymore. And I need to let go of that. So, this little pup, whose name is Ayla. I just went into her because she's laying on my bed. I just went into her. I patted her on the nose. She looked at me and wagged her tail because I've been stressing about feeding her and she's not drinking enough water and she should be drinking a litre of water and I reckon she's going to be lucky to have get 500 mils in today. And so I'm blah, you know, stressing, stressing. And I just sat there with her and I said, you know what, I'm going to let go of this. If if you need to go, that's okay because it's your choice. It's not mine. I'm not going to hold you to anything. I'm really not I'm not going to hold you I'm not going to force feed you, but I am going to give you your medication and i and I will still wet your tongue with a bit of water in a little syringe, but I'm not going to force feed you because i can't I just can't do it because if you don't want to be here, I don't want to make you be here, so I let go and I surrendered to the process I surrendered to the process of you. Me letting go of control, and Ayla making the choices for herself, because it's not my life. It's I'm not the being she is. So if she's going to choose to not be here, then that's her choice. And as much as um, I, if like I, I feel it, <laughs> um, and I keep thinking, was oh, it sadness? Is it this? Is it that? Like you know um. Am I angry? Am I, oh my God, I can't do it, and I can't fix her, and oh, that's not, it's overwhelmingly, it is the love, it is just the love that I feel for her, and that she feels for me, and that transition for Layla, I just, just embrace her, so there's just been so much love in my life, (laughs) um, this last week, or oh, bit bit longer, but this last week's been really, really. I thought it was such a big struggle to try to figure shit out, and oh, I'm so emotional, and I'm oh, menopausal, Oh, I'm I'm being unrealistic, uh, you know, all of this stuff. And what is really overwhelming, actually, is love that other beings have for me other beings, regardless of whether they're human or animal, because we're all animals, humans are animals, the love that they give me, and the love that I feel, and the love that I can return and give to them is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I am actually really full of joy. I really am oh, wow. And you know what? After I patted Ayla and did that and I had a little sook with her and she was licking my eyes and licking my tears. (laughs) I thought, oh, well, there's some water out there if you'd like some. And I had a little chat to her and then she got up and had a shake and got off the bed and came out and walked and I, she was walking towards her bowl and the little bits of chicken that were mushed up there. She started eating them and then she's looking at me like, is there more? So I got some more out of the fridge and chewed it up and gave it to her and she, she ate it all. And then she walked towards the back door, so I opened the door, she went outside and she peed. And then she came inside looking for more chicken, so I gave her a little bit more. And she then had a really big drink of water. And I just went, oh, wow. (laughs) Okay, this is cool. I let go of control of the outcome of what's going to happen to her and the control of anything to do with her. And... I did because I, did, I was laying on the bed and I went, nah, I surrender. I let go of trying to do anything except love you. And if you don't want to be here, I'm okay with that. And then, you know, she gave me another lick on the face and then she went and jumped up on the bed again. Now, my heart just, oh, <laughs> my whole being just like lit up. Lit up. <laughs> I'm really proud of myself, I'm really, really proud of how far I've come and my ability to continually look at myself, even when I don't want to, and acknowledge the shadow side of myself in areas that I feel is too hard, I, have, I thought, and that's part of the problem for me, is thought, because I, I didn't feel as though I can't do it, I didn't feel as though I Um, I was trying to hold on to her, but that's what I did and I just don't feel like I have the right to place that expectation on another being, to live for me so I'm not uncomfortable. (sighs) What a totally beautiful awareness. I am um, overjoyed overjoy and I have a massive sense of relief. I feel my heart expanding and and growing and I'm totally amazed at myself. I'm just and really grateful. Really grateful for the experience. And um, Ayla's not You know, not out of the woods just yet. Um, She is is a lot better, and I'm just going to continue talking with her and asking her what she wants and how I can help. And that's all I'm going to do. Not going to place any expectations on her. Um, Yeah, I have uh, a lot of relief. Actually, a lot of relief. Oh, as I cross a hurdle, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Our pets—I actually don't like calling them pets. <laughs> These beings that come into our life, I'm, yeah, I'm so grateful for every being that's come into my life, whether they, whether they're a human being or an or a dog being, a different. Yeah, we're all animals. We all want the same thing, to be loved and to be happy and to be cherished. And this is the moment that I cherish myself for the wonderful, wonderful human being I am. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening and if you... um. Yeah, want to have a chat, let me know. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram in a nutshell. Uh, take care and be kind to each other. Mostly be kind to yourself. Thanks for listening. Don't forget you can subscribe, share with friends, leave a review or find me on Instagram. Until next time.